Do you have to forgive people who have hurt you? I don't think so, and I'd like to tell you why today. Hey, it's Dr. Scott. Welcome to my podcast, How I Saved Myself from Myself. I'm a licensed and practicing clinical psychologist, and in this podcast, I'll be teaching you about tools and strategies that I use to optimize my own mental health, as well as the mental health of the people that I work with doing individual and group psychotherapy. The first reason that I don't consider forgiveness to be a mandatory part of recovering from abuse or trauma is that I think it's time for things to finally be about you and not the person who hurt you. Now I know that a lot of people are gonna say forgiveness is not actually for the benefit of your abuser. Forgiveness is for the, your own personal benefit. And I do understand that. To a degree, I even agree with it. The problem I have is that whether your abusive situation was a long-term ongoing relationship or a one-time event, all of the events that transpired over the course of that trauma or over the course of that relationship were all about the other person. They were all about your abuser and their desires, their wants, their needs, their thoughts. None of it was about you. You were not considered to any major degree in anything that happened over the course of this relationship. And I think that that pattern of your life being about this other person and your thoughts and your feelings being about this other person needs to end when the relationship ends. Focusing on forgiveness as a solution to healing from trauma is to a degree still focusing on the other person. It's still to a degree putting your power and your health and recovery in their hands because it's making them the object of your recovery. And I don't believe that is beneficial. The object of your recovery is you. The whole point, the whole core premise, at least in my approach, of recovering from abuse and trauma is that we need to make your life about you because it hasn't been. Because for far too long, you have not been your own primary focus through no fault of your own. But it's time to start doing that today. The second problem I have with the idea of forgiveness being the answer or the cure is that it's not a, it's not a scientifically sound idea, especially if we're talking about someone who clearly meets diagnostic criteria for PTSD. So when we experience something traumatic, the way our limbic system and nervous system function changes. Your limbic system is a, it's a series of structures in your midbrain and they function within you similar to like a home security system for your house. So basically your limbic system is like your own personal ADT or, or Vivint or whatever security system you're familiar with. It constantly scans your environment for danger and if it believes that it identifies danger, it sends signals to your frontal lobes, to your nervous system, to the rest of you saying, hey, we're in trouble, something's going down or something's about to go down and we need to prepare for fight or flight or freeze or fawn, it, it mobilizes your trauma responses. When you've experienced, so, so everybody has a limbic system, everyone has a fight or flight response. Um, those, those pathways, those functions are not unique to trauma survivors. All humans, actually all mammals have them. Um, and you can see examples of all of the survival responses in the animal kingdom. 
But when we have experienced one or more traumatic events in our lives, especially if we didn't see them coming, um, it's essentially like getting an upgrade for your internal security system. And so the sensors within you all become more sensitive. And as a result, you get more false alarms. Because, I mean, think about it literally. The more advanced, the more sensitive a security system you have, the more false alarms there will be. I actually had a friend growing up who had a really advanced security system in his, well, his parents' house. Um, and it went off a lot from like just really mundane things like uh, branches scraping against trees and stuff like that. They had a lot of false alarms because they had a very sensitive security system. Trauma makes your personal security system more sensitive. And that hypersensitivity to your environment is what creates the residual symptoms of trauma. It's what creates our sensitivity to triggers. It's what creates flashbacks and intrusive memories and hypervigilance um, and not wanting to have people walking behind us and all the symptoms that go along with trauma. So these are physiological and neurological changes that happen inside of you. The idea that forgiveness could treat or cure PTSD um, is essentially saying that forgiveness can undo those internal changes, which makes just absolutely no sense whatsoever. It, it would be like saying that if you got skin cancer from uh, being out in the sun too long and not wearing enough sunblock, that if you forgave the sun for giving you skin cancer, that your cancer would go away, which obviously sounds stupid, right? But it, it really is the same idea. It's the idea that forgiveness can undo a physiological change that has occurred in your body and your mind. And of course it cannot. Um, and so that's the second reason why I don't consider forgiveness to be a cure or a treatment for trauma. The third reason is I don't even know if forgiveness is a choice. Now this, I understand this perspective is a little out there. As far as I know, this is just a me thing. But I think the idea that forgiveness is like a switch in your brain that you can flip and just experience this change, I personally have never experienced in that manner. Like I can say that I forgive somebody, but nothing nothing happens when I say that. It doesn't it doesn't change anything for me. It doesn't change how I feel. It doesn't change how I function. It doesn't change my life. I feel like it's just words. Now, I have had a lot of people treat me terribly in my life and the way that I've been able to move past that really goes back to my first reason that I don't consider forgiveness to be a cure or a treatment for trauma which is I think the most beneficial thing you can do to move on from hurt or from abuse is to work on yourself is to repair the damage that other people have caused in your life I have found at least for me when I have done that, those hurts and therefore the people that cause those hurts have faded to the back of my mind. In some cases, almost completely out of my mind. I consider that to be a form of forgiveness because if I'm no longer thinking hateful or, or angry or resentful thoughts towards you, if I don't really think of you at all and when I do think of you, I don't have a strong emotional reaction to you, I think that is pretty similar to what most people would describe as forgiveness. On This is the metaphor I would use to explain it, and I'll admit it's kind of a crude metaphor, but I think it gets the point across. If you are in a car accident that is not your fault, let's say you're 
Let's say you're turning left on a green arrow and someone runs a red light and clips the quarter panel of your passenger side of your car. Every day that you go out to your car, you're going to see that damage on your car. And I think that every day you see that damage, there's going to be a part of you that remains angry at the person who caused that damage because it wasn't your fault. You weren't doing anything wrong. You were just going about your day, trying to live your life, and someone else's choices harmed you. And I think as long as the damage from that other person's choice remains present and visible in your life, it's going to be almost impossible for you to move on from that hurt and for you to let go of those feelings you have towards them because your own life is still not where it should be because of them. On the flip side, and I recognize that recovering from trauma, of course, is not as simple as having your car repaired. It's a metaphor. But once you've had that quarter panel repaired and there is no longer a visible reminder of that car accident, of that person's mistake in this case, that you see every day, how much are you gonna think about it? If there's no lasting reminder, if you're okay, if your life is unaffected by what this person did to you back whenever it happened, how often are you going to think about it? Not never, but less for sure, right? And the less you think about it, and the less negative feelings it brings up when you think about it, the more able you are to move on which I think is what we all want, right? And so that's why I think the best way to work towards forgiveness is to work on repairing the damage that that person has caused in your life. Not through them, but through yourself, through working on your own life, through working with a therapist, through working through trauma workbooks, whatever method of recovery speaks to you. But I don't believe it has to involve them at all. I don't think you even have to think about them while you do that work. That work can be, and maybe even should be, exclusively focused on you and your own process. That's what I believe about trauma and recovery. So just to summarize, I just want you to know that if you've experienced abuse or trauma and you don't want to forgive the person who hurts you, either now or maybe even ever, I am on record Clinical psychologist specializing in trauma. Keep that in mind. I am on record as saying, I think that is okay. I am not against you forgiving people either. Don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-forgiveness by any means. I just don't think it's right to try to force one more thing on you that relates to this person. That is the entire pattern that was happening throughout the entire relationship. And I think it's time for things to be your choice because far too many things in your life up until now have been your choice. If you don't think that you ever want to forgive somebody, I don't believe that anybody in your entire life has the right to tell you that that's wrong. That's a personal decision. If you want to forgive somebody eventually, but you know that right now you're simply not able to do that, I don't think that's wrong. And I don't believe that anybody has the right to tell you that it is wrong. I know that you will hear this message a lot. You're going to hear a lot of people tell you you have to forgive. You're going to hear a lot of people tell you that you won't be able to make any progress until you forgive. I have seen in my own work with various individuals so many examples to the contrary. I have seen so many people recover from trauma 
without ever stating or working on forgiveness towards the person who hurt them. In my own personal journey, in my own personal recovery, I don't think that I've ever had this big, like, divine forgiveness moment where, like, doves fly out of my heart and, and off into the horizon and all my pain goes away and it doesn't hurt anymore. I just, I just think that that's kind of fake. I just don't really think that that is how it works. And if that's not where you're at, if that's not an experience you've had, I just want you to know that that's okay with me because I know you probably won't hear that from very many other people. That's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. I know that your time is very valuable and I really appreciate you spending some of it on me. I hope that I have given you something of equal value in return. And if I have, please consider rating this podcast, reviewing this podcast, and or letting a friend know about it. It would mean the world to me. Talk to you later.